their hard stance is you can do what you want and whatever you feel on the inside is is your truth. His hard stance is that's nonsense. It's they're both dogmas. Camilla, Karime, thank you for sitting down. You were outside of the auditorium with the protesters of this speech. Why were you protesting? Bruce Lawn. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I got to give it up to Michael Knowles. I don't agree with him on everything, but man, Michael Knowles sat down with the protesters that showed up to his event and listened to them and articulated beautifully and did a great job. I wanted to react to this because um, I think there's a lot here about how to disagree. We often can disagree and can get super angry and allow ourselves to be misrepresented, but this man... How he disagrees, I think there's a lot to learn. Let's check. Let's take a look here. If speaks on a college campus, anything can happen. We're not going to fucking eradicate anyone. Outrage boiling over at the University of Buffalo. Mr. Knowles calling for an eradication of transgenderism is a call for genocide. Hundreds of students and community members gathered in protest. Do you, do you have anything else to say? Chanting, picketing, and some even needing police restraint. You want to tell me why I should leave? Because. Phobia is beta behavior, and you are a beta male. You should leave. Get out, man. No, I'm serious. Get out. So what would cause a liberal lynch mob to attempt to shut me down and intimidate attendees before I uttered a word? Yo, I, listen, I, this is, this is kind of horrifying that, like, the these folks who are, you know, thinking that people are trying to wipe them up were showing up to these events on this sort of energy. It's pretty wild. You fascist? I look like one. Do I? Yeah. You know, if we ask you a few questions? No, I do mine. Thank you. My producer attempted to find out why so many people seemed hell-bent on keeping me out. What brings you out here today? Um, there is a extremist speaker that is speaking at UB tonight. I have some, like, trans- Extremist speaker. I didn't know this stuff was this bad until one of my good friends sat me down and told me he thought I was fringe right because I am pro-life. When, when, I, when, when, a, when a, like, a buddy of mine told me this, and said he thinks I'm fr- I'm I'm fringe, I'm fringe right because of that. That's when I'm like, oh yo, the goalpost is moved. Gender friends and they were really hurt by like a lot of the the news and like a lot of like what was happening. I wanted to like stand with my community. I think you just perpetuate hate towards lots of people that don't deserve it. Oh, well, I'm sorry you feel that way, but I think you're mistaken. This many people are here because they don't believe in that hate. They don't want to continue the hate. We're here because we want to drown out the noise that he's making. Have you ever uh, watched one of Michael Knowles' speeches or seen his show in its entirety, not just like one of the clips? I have not, no. Isn't it, isn't it interesting when you go like, well, have you actually heard this person out? And you go, no, I haven't heard it. No, no. I don't need to, though. College students are often uninformed. That's why they're in college. They're supposed to get educated. But it seems they all had the same reason for hating me specifically. For the good of society, and especially for the good of the poor people who have fallen prey to this confusion, transgenderism must be eradicated from public life entirely. Now, 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 now he knew what he was doing with that, right? And he's, he's going to explain himself here, but I think he knew what he was doing. I think he wanted a moment that was going to go viral. This is a CPAC and saying, 
transgenderism needs to be eradicated. Instantly taken by the media to say eradicate trans, as in, you know, take out these people. He knew what he was doing here. He knew what he was doing. And he clears it up. He clarifies. But how much of this poking is worth it? I have seen some of his comments about the trans community specifically. Saying that trans people should be eradicated from. You see, you see, you see how easy that was to take and, and, and misconstrue it? And so my question is, is, is the juice worth the squeeze with regards to this? If I, can we speak against an ideology without sounding like we're speaking against people, or is it inevitable? This is an honest question I have. Our communities. You shouldn't be saying that they should be eradicated if you have never been in their shoes. Can I just tell you we're not going to f***ing eradicate anyone? That lady looks scary. F*** you guys. I don't want to eradicate anybody either. He does. Now, where could they have gotten that idea? Numerous headlines after this speech. Speaker calls for transgender people to get eradicated. Yeah. Did he kind of walk into that, though, himself? Honest question. Said he wants to get rid of transgender people. Basically just calling for the eradication of trans people. Literally calling for a genocide. Genocidal call. What else could you possibly mean besides getting rid of those people? Now, that was all news to me. I never considered myself a particularly genocidal kind of guy. <laughs> but that's what the news said. Had been intentionally lying. About Where they were intentionally lying? I mean, you made it easy for them, though, to be fair, Michael. But what I said. The university administration dug in its heels and did nothing to correct the record before my speech. Instead, the administrators doubled down on the defamation. Unfortunately, the university only allowed 300 people to come listen to the speech, even though about 1,000 people tried to get tickets. Now, among those who got in, there were a lot who liked what I had to say. But there were even a few who came in prepared to disagree with me. And they sat down not just to hear the speech, but sat down opposite me to hash out our differences in person. Hey, you wanna see something crazy? 67% of the people who watch this channel are not subscribed. Do me a quick favor, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you stay up to date on all the videos here on the Bless God Studios channel. Kudos to him for, for sitting down with these folks, man. And, and I think, again, he does a great job demonstrating on how to have these conversations. One calls to eradicate cancer, one is not suggesting that we ought to murder the cancer patients. So how did these liberal news editors Whoops. come up with their headline that I wanted to commit a genocide of transgender people. Freedom itself cannot exist without limits. The question before us is not how free our society ought to be, but rather what will delineate the limits of freedom. Yep. Becca, thank you for sitting down. Of course. Camilla, Karime, thank you for sitting down. You were outside of the auditorium with the protesters of this speech. Why were you protesting? I was genuinely wondering how a man is gonna explain how radical feminism is hurting women. Interesting. Did I convince you? No, no, not, not really, no. I think you... So this is after his speech. ...brought up some good points yeah. on like how there are certain types of feminism that aren't great because there's always a radical something that's not good. There's always going too far and doing too little. At least that she can acknowledge that he brought up some good points. I think that's awesome. I saw your like poster also and I was like, oh, it's just like, you know, like another speaker just coming in and like talking. And then I started seeing like should be eradicated and as you know eradicated is it's a big word you know and yeah, eradicated it's five syllables <laughs> this was a troll yeah but you know it could like be taken into like different things like you know like to destroy and everything mm. like that and like to get rid of which i think that's where you were going with that is very much yeah. get rid of yeah, yeah i have some like gender friends and they were really hurt by like a lot of the the news and like a lot of like what was happening i wanted to like stand with my community my argument is not, uh, as, as some newspapers very irresponsibly reported, that I want to, you know, exterminate people or something. But my argument is that this whole idea of transgenderism is pretty new. You both have friends who identify in this way. There are many more people, right, who say, I am trans. 
character. And so my question is, why are so many more people saying that now? You. It's a great question. It's a great question. Who said that like this, like being transgender is this new ideology. Yeah. It's not. Um, there's evidence of people who were transgender in ancient Greece, Rome. Judaism is an example of a religion that acknowledges, I think, six or seven genders. I don't think that's quite true. <laughs> six or seven genders? What is she, where is she getting these sources from? Where is she getting these sources from? Now, hypothetically, let's say that they were folks in Greece that cross-dressed. That's not the same thing. And, and my evidence for that would be in the, in the very first book of the Torah, in, the, in Genesis, uh, one of the most prominent lines is that in the beginning, God created man, both male and female created he them. It's not but, but Judaism, um, I think what the original translation, I, I can't cite my source right now, okay, but um, the, from what I've learned going to... That's literally the, the Torah, that's the first five books of the Bible, come on. Different, like, religious schools is that Jewish they, schools? Ju just synagogues, temples, I've tried and like experienced different religions. They said that the original text said Adam and Eve as in one being, one Well, like, man, yeah, man. So uh, in the earliest chapters of Genesis, you have the creation of man in Adam. And then Eve is created from Adam's rib, yeah. uh, but she would be the other sex. What you're citing is this line that a lot of people who are pro-transgender will say, which is, you know, actually in some Native American tribe that I can't quite name right now, mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure they believe in a third and a fourth and a fifth gender, but that just isn't true. That is a, uh, that's been made up by white liberals. You know, Whoops. Movie Mulan, Disney? Disney I Mulan? haven't seen it, but I've All heard right. of it. Mulan, yeah. dresses as a man, right? Goes to war. That's based off of true history. Oh, yes. Cross-dressing has Not occurred in history. cross-dressing, but people who in went... In Mulan, did, did the female character think she was a man? No. Oh. Why there's so many spikes and like people saying that they're gender is because people are much more comfortable now, mm. like going out and saying that they're like gender because they know that there now is like that community that will accept them. What if they're not really comfortable though? There's a guy who pioneered the transgender surgery at Johns Hopkins. His name is Dr. Paul McHugh. And he created the gender identity clinic and he gave these experimental surgeries to men who thought they were women. And he ended up shutting it down because he said people were not more satisfied in the long run after the surgery. Is it possible that people if you wanted to go do some of your own research, check out the study on the longest study post-op with regards to this happening. I think in Sweden is where they ran it. You can go look at the study, you can look at the numbers, and it's, it's wild. This does not seem to be a net positive experience if we're talking decades, if we pull the horizon out. Okay, And so he's quoting this doctor who's saying that he also discovered the same thing. People expressing this transgenity is not really making them all that happy? No. Okay, male transitioning into female. So my, my aunt, she was never happier than she was after she transitioned. So she's happy, like she's living her life now that she's transitioned. I've, and you know, it's like, you never know. Like what if they can't feel that way if they stayed how they were? Do you think that the person you now call your aunt, do you think that I would say he really is a she, it really is a woman, or is it just kind of a, a little bit of a white lie that we all tell to make this person feel better. Yeah, this man is wild. No, I, th I think it is, you know, like, I think they actually are, like, female. You know, I think there's just some people out there that are just born in the wrong, in the wrong bodies. Can, can I ask you a question? Though? Please, like, do. do you have kids? Yeah. Hypothetically, right, saying, like, if your kids want to transition and they tell you, like, they don't, they don't feel like how they... Yeah. Um, how would you respond? 
Well, I, I would hope that the likelihood of that happening would be greatly diminished because I would not be raising them in a culture that would encourage it. And so we do see, even if you think that there is a biological component to this gender identity ideology, we do see that in communities and ages that are more encouraging of it, you see the numbers of gender identity uh, uh, cases skyrocket. So I think white liberals I think the fact that we're raising our children in a more traditional kind of environment would at least reduce the possibility. More than one in five Zoomers identifies as plus. That's, that's about a tenfold increase over the general population. Mm -hmm. So obviously this is catching on. Because now it, they can. One in five people is just born that way. You don't think there's any social yeah, there's, contagion? I, again, can't cite the exact source. In my biology class here in the school, we learned that there are some indi biological indicators for GAN. They have a smaller gland in their brain that shows up on scans. Even if that were the case, that wouldn't, that wouldn't uh, change the way that we necessarily ought to behave. The way that we are born does not imply that we are slaves to our nature because as a yo this man michael is dropping gems just because you're born that way quote unquote does not mean you have to always act that way right or act upon your impulse and so even if some men have a different layout of their brain or whatever it doesn't necessarily mean that you know they are to always act upon however their natural proclivity is. Hey, you may not know I make music, but I have a brand new song that just came out. Here's a quick preview. In a moment, I gotta overcompensate my build the tabernacle. Why the world is rubbernecking Eve one of the Adam's apple. Whoa there. Why you wanna go there? Time to shut the door because we letting out all the cold air. <laughs> Yo, double R back, baby. It's not for Rolls Royce. It's for Rap Ruslan. Let's get it. So hit the link in the description or go to ruslantothemoon.com to stream now. I'll see you over there. Why you want to go there? Human beings, unlike the lower animals, have intellect and will. Mm -hmm. And so because we have a rational will, we can actually curb some of our appetites and bring them into accord with our rational will, which is conscious. Let's say, God forbid, that you know, my kid has any problems, one of which is he struggles with his view of sex or gender. Probably what I would tell him is, hey, love you, buddy, you know, um, but this is reality. And so I would try to, to ballast my kids or any loved one that I have in the truth because there's a great quote from C.S. Lewis on this. He says, if you look for truth, you might find comfort in the end. But if you look for comfort, you will find neither truth nor comfort, only soft soap and wishful thinking to begin, and in the end, despair. Despair because you got nothing to hold on to. That C.S. Lewis quote is a, is a gem, man. Other than your own fleeting passions. Sheesh! I have lots of friends. You have lots of friends who think they're the opposite sex. I have lots of friends <laughs> who identify as straight. That? What? What if they're wrong? What if, what, if, what if you're wrong about being straight? I guess I would still behave as though I were straight. My view of sex and gender is that our true sexuality and our true gender is not from some deep, deeply hidden and authentic appetite that might be invisible to the public, but is actually prescribed according to our human nature. But who are you to tell people that they're wrong? Well, I'm a man with reason and a moral conscience. And I am a woman with reason. And I think it's not- Wait, 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 wait. She can't be serious that she's acting as reasonably as he is. Not my place to tell somebody that what they're feeling is wrong. You just told me that I'm wrong about trans- Whoops! This is a sickness of the highest order. Why don't we, why aren't we consistent in this? Why are we never consistent in this? Tolerance, inclusivity, except for you Christians. I'm saying how we all choose to live is our business because we live in society. 
why is it my business if somebody identifies as a woman or not? Well, because right now women are allowed to have their own bathrooms. Hello! And if a man is allowed to identify as a woman in public, women are not allowed to have their own bathrooms. You know bathrooms. a man can just walk into the bathroom at any time, right? But he'll be arrested mm. in a normal society. Yep. In our society, he can he could sue if he were kicked out of the women's bathroom. People right. aren't just identifying as trans to look up girls' skirts. Well, some people are. Some people are. The, the whole exchange is, is anchored on him being wrong. That's what they're disagreeing about. So she didn't have to overtly say, you're wrong in order to say that her dogma is superior. Please don't let guys, let's not act like this isn't an, as equally as dogmatic uh, of a state of a stance. Michael knows is taking a hard stance. They're taking a hard stance. Their hard stance is you can do what you want and whatever you feel on the inside is, is your truth. His hard stance is that's nonsense. It's they're both dogmas. It's both dogmas. It's both doctrine. It's both religion. Well, uh, there was a, a pretty prominent crime in Loudoun County where a high school student who wore skirts and identified as uh, gender ambiguous would go into the girls' room and he raped two girls at two different schools. And it was covered up because of the transgender ideology. See, that's, I can't surround it. That's messed up. It's messed up. Um, it's messed up. So, I agree. there, right? It's interesting. Um, let's, let's, let's see if we can find this story. Mark Smith was fired as the chief of staff in Loudoun County. So this is, this is recent. Chief of staff uh, Loudoun County after a troubled school district confirmed to local media... So this dude stepped down. Why? Because case involved a then 14-year-old skirt-wearing boy who attacked a 15-year-old girl in a bathroom in May, but was allowed to transfer to a neighboring school where he struck again. This is a sickness of the highest order. It made national headline news that when uh, Scott Smith, the father of first victim, was wrestled to the ground and arrested while trying to raise his concerns at school board meetings, a bus that was then suggested the parents were acting like domestic terrorists. His daughter, his daughter's attacker last week was put on the registry for the rest of his life, a judge said. So what happened was this dude got sent to another school and did it again, it sounds like. School superintendents protocol they had a attacker and was confirmed he was Nadir Smith was responsible for uploading those title, whatever that is, protocols. Ian Pryor, executive director of the Advocacy Fight for School, told the Times Mirror that Axing Smith was a positive development, albeit not the right one. Wow. Wow. The fact remains that the buck stopped with the superintendent and the former leadership of the school board. This is why this stuff matters, guys. This is why this stuff matters. Because these things happen. They just don't get reported. They just don't get reported. It's messed up. So I agree. there, right? One example, but to... The government deemed parents of the school board as dogmatic terrorists for fighting <laughs> To generalize that to all? I'm not opposed to transgenderism because I think some individual who thinks he's transgender is a really rotten fella. In fact, I'm, I'm only opposed to transgenderism because of the general fact that a man can't become a woman and a woman can't become a man because I can know that to be true. And if I can't know that to be true objectively, then I can't really know much of anything at all, right? They choose, you know, to go through those transformations in order to like feel like their soul and their body actually like resonate. So, and by the way, when when uh, we had Arthur on, all of this is on the presupposition that there is a soul. If there's a soul, that means there has to be some sort of other being out there that created us, right? Meaning that the conclusion of this, if there's a soul, that means that the God got it wrong. They got a soul, but God got it wrong. Is the idea that your true identity is your soul and your body is only incidental to that that you you know because to even say your true identity i think well your true identity has got something to do with your body i think i don't think i think only your true identity has nothing to do with your body right 
Yeah, I think I would we say are. That. We are our souls. And I think, um, well, growing up in a Catholic church, I think of myself as my soul. And I think that my, my body, you know, it's, it's my flesh. It's temporary. Are you still Catholic, would you say? No. <laughs> no. Because, no. you know, the Catholic idea is, yes, of course, we are souls in part, but we are also... Uh, Michael is a Catholic, by the way. ...bodies, and that our bodies and souls have a lot to do with one another, and they're inseparable. So, you know, the Catholic idea would be to say that your soul is in contradicting your body. That, wouldn't, you could, that, wouldn't, that would not go along with the Catholic idea. And it, it's very interesting that there's this new, maybe religious view, which is that, no, our bodies that's not, has nothing to do with our true selves. That, that view is called Gnosticism, Gnostic yep. dualism. Yep. We're really our souls and the body is, is evil or something like that. And that's prevalent everywhere. Because if you think about it, the logical conclusion of this is Gnosticism. You are in the wrong body. Therefore, the material body that God gave you is evil and you need to alter it. But I just wonder, how do we know that's true? How do you know that you're not really, at least in part, your body? They always say mind over body, you know? Because your, your brain, you know, it, it's the thing that controls like everything, you know, like sends off like these signals and... But your brain is your body too. Your mind is not your body. You know, that's, that's the immaterial part, but the brain is part of your body. It's an organ, right? Well, yeah. My primary problem with transgenderism is that it isn't true. And because it's false, there are harmful consequences from it. They're not doing any harm to you. Yeah, well, I, I think that sexual dysfunctions cause a lot of harm. The breakdown of the family, the obliteration of women's rights in private spaces, the mutilation of children, which now we're seeing just abound in the country, the sterilization of children. So I think there are a lot of pretty Did you know that hormone harms. therapy is made, was made for, like, girls who get their periods at the age of six? You can go on estrogen and it will go back. It'll it doesn't. That's what they tell you, but it's not true. And there are a lot of detransitioners who talk about the, the, the lifelong effects. That, that, lifelong, uh, okay, but it's not... Detransitioners, women who have male pattern baldness and a lowered voice for the rest of their life and who are sterile, okay. too. I mean, that's pretty, that's tough. You can't yeah, have kids. Yeah, that happens. Okay, I probably can't have kids either. I have PCOS. So what? Do you think we should sterilize more children? It's not sterilizing kids. No, that is. We were just it's, talking about it. It's really not, though. It's, it's stopping them from going through puberty where they don't want to go. I guess maybe we're just using Stopping them from going through puberty indirectly sterilizes them. Then the logical conclusion would be that we are sterilizing them. Using different terms for the Probably. same thing. Probably. But in any case, but I uh, appreciate your, uh, your coming on. Oh, I have something for you. Okay. I found it outside. <laughs> I thought you'd really like it. Is this a, uh, a fan letter? Oh, it is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's uh, a lot of them out right. there. right. Radical feminism did ruin my life. And it's me dressed up as, a, as an official from the Biden administration, I think. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, how'd you know? <laughs> That's, That's crazy. <laughs> it would appear I was not able to change the minds of these oh, young students. Oh my gosh. But they came, they listened, and they had a conversation. So maybe, just maybe, I was able to plant a seed that could flourish in the future. Hey man, shout out to Michael Knowles for doing that. He didn't have to do that. I think he did a, I think he did a fantastic job. And I think he demonstrated to a lot of us on, on, on the, stoic, the, the need for stoicism with regards to debating these very polarizing topics. And this is something that I hope to, to grow in. This by the way, why I don't do remote or virtual interviews anymore. I try to do in-person stuff, especially if there's going to be any room for disagreement. It's just better to have these conversations in person, man. It's better to have these conversations in person. Hey, this clip is from our daily after-party stream. If you enjoyed it, consider signing up for our Patreon community for only $5 a month where you get access to the replays of our daily after-party streams as well as the uncut extended versions of our podcast, Discord access that's private, and a discount code for our merch store, only $5 a month. And ultimately, it's the best way to help us contextualize the gospel of Jesus using media, podcasting, and of course, YouTube. The link for that is in the description or in the pinned comment. The perks are amazing. You should get on there. It's only $5 a month. I'll see you over there, all right? Peace.